Hi guys, my name is Neiman Gideon and this is Allvolt Live Podcast. Uh, extensively, we have been talking about ASU. And in fact, my last, in my previous podcast, I did an emotional rant about how ASU strike has affected me as a student and how it has affected me academically. So today I have two guests who will be talking about the exact same topic, will be getting their views, their opinion on how ASU strike has affected them as students and what they think the problem really is. So, I w- I'd like you to meet my first guest, Ms. Brown. Can you just do a little introduction about yourself? Thank you very much for this opportunity. It's an honor. My name is Brown. I'm currently a student of Uniport and I am in the Department of Medicine and Surgery. Alright, thank you. So, we have a doctor with us and our next guest is... Hi guys, my name is Ivy K. Um, I'm a law student in the University of Port Harcourt. Right. Thank you very much. So we have two law students. Um, sorry, we have a law student and a medicine student. So we have a doctor and a lawyer and your humble host, myself. Let's get down to business. So I'll be asking questions. Feel free to uh, opinion. Uh, as you strike. So let's start with you, Dr. Brown. Uh, how has this strike affected you personally? I'd like you to just feel free. How has strike affected you? How has this strike affected me? Mm-hmm. Number one, mm. right now, I don't even know what's in my head anymore. <laughs> like, I can't even remember what I've been taught. And it went from four weeks to eight weeks and now two of weeks. Like, what's the point? Like, well, I'm actually happy. Like, every disappointment is a blessing in disguise so during this ASU strike I've also found something soothing to do okay. that has really helped me so alright two sides of the coin um, <laughs> Barista Ivy how the strike has affected me okay. Um, okay so first of all I'll concur with what she said it feels like there are cobwebs in my brain <laughs> literally it feels it's so hard to put myself back in that academic mood you know somebody says something about law in passing and then i'm struggling to remember if i know it and then i'm asking myself are you really studying law (laughs) you know so yeah it's 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 been hard and i think the major thing for me is i really just for the records it's not like i like school school like that but i mean i just want to go to school study and get done with it so i think that's the major way it has affected me it's so hard to see other people sound serious and you just sound like there's not enough stairs you know yeah i can totally relate to that myself because if you're not practicing there's always that tendency that you become sluggish with even what you know so yeah, yeah. i can feel like there are cobwebs in my brain like you said as well. <laughs> um is there any upside to this strike for you um Brown gave us a bit of advantage for her. I, um, I be, yeah, you. Is there anything positive at all that you've gotten from the strike? Of course, yes. Yeah. Um, well, I wouldn't say I got it from the strike. I would say the strike allowed me. Okay. You know, of course, there's been a lot of um, positive sides, right? Um, I'm a very, what's the word? I don't say money-driven, so they don't think I like money, but I do like money, you know. So um, the strike has actually given me ample time to plug into my passions, 
and not just plug into it but also make money while plugging into it and i just really feel like that's one of the best things that can happen to a person so i'm able to explore you know when you're in school your mind is school 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 but now that there is no school i'm able to try my hands on a lot of things if this one is not working i go to the next one if that one doesn't work i go to the third option so yeah the upside is following my passion and making money while at it okay interesting <laughs> so let's get down to this now this is a really important question because i believe every student should has to know somehow have some bit of knowledge about this so what do you really think uh the problem is with this like why are we having repeated strike why why do you think as we strike right now what really do you think any of you <laughs> free to bite why is also on strike yeah like what, what do you think Initially, I thought mm. it was because there was no money to pay ASU, to pay our lecturers, to teachers. Okay. That's why they went on the first four weeks strike. Okay. And then the next eight weeks. But then there have been money flying around. Mm -hmm. Like, you've been hearing 100 million, 100 million. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, presidential. Like, uh, why is it not entering our pockets? <laughs> like, okay. Okay. We are the same things now. They don't really care about us. The day you mean who? The government now. Of course. <laughs> we don't of course. care about like education is no longer something. Very important. Yes. Okay. In Nigeria, yes. So we are at the back. Okay. The sideliners. Okay. <laughs> so as a result, they don't pay attention to our needs, and hence we are suffering things like strike. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, how about you? Um, initially, right? Like she said, initially, at first, I thought it was the normal. They've not paid, they've not paid, they've mm. not paid and everything. And as upsetting as it was, I mean, okay, first of all, my annoyance was geared towards Asu. Because I saw a newspaper publication, publication rather, where it was 19-something, but like it's years back, eons mm. ago, mm. and Asu was on strike because they had not been paid mm -hmm. so then my in my head i'm like if you guys have not been paid for over a decade a decade is 10 years yeah mm -hmm. and you're you're still fighting the same problem with the same um what's it called with the same way i don't know if you get yeah, so yeah, like if you've been going on strike all this while nothing is changing mm -hmm. why do you think that going something on strike again exactly. something will suddenly change <laughs> yeah. like it wasn't really adding up and i was very upset at first but later on, I started to look at a lot of things. And mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, um, it seems like, so that I will not be quoted outside, but <laughs> it seems like there's this indifference that the government has towards some sectors, yeah. right? Yeah. And particularly as much as educational sector, exactly. And particularly as much as a lot of people do not say this, I feel like sectors that do not affect them directly is really not their concern right so if they're having fuel there's no problem they're having lights there's no problem if we are not going to school problem. it's really our problem because yeah. their children are not even here to go through what we have to go through right yeah. but then on the flip side you'll realize that actually if you look at the constitution the as the hand of asu is limited in mm -hmm. some way so there's a limit to what they can do. Yeah. So ultimately, all they can actually do 
is go, go on strike. strike. And if they refuse to go on strike, it would be it would it would seem like they are conceding to the government. I don't know if it makes any kind of sense. No, I do, I so actually, they are in a fix right now. So I think our anger should not even be geared towards Asu. Well, we should face the government square. Yeah, squarely. Okay. Yeah. So to, I agree with you a bit. I. There's a point you mentioned that some sectors, the sectors that don't affect them directly, they are not that bothered. For example, we heard that um, uh, airports were going to be on some sort Shut of down. strike, yeah, because of the hiking aviation fuel and all yeah. that. But surprisingly, it was resolved so quick because I mean they have to be flying exactly. out exactly. and all of That's that. It. So in no time they solved that one because it affects them directly. But like like we all, we've mentioned, since they don't have a lot of them don't have children or wards that are schooling in this country. They, they are really nonchalant about mm. the needs of both the students and university, university lecturers as well. So yeah, I agree with that part. I really agree with that part. But then again, uh, IBK, you mentioned something, right? You said ASU have been trying to use... It's general notion that it's foolishness to try and use one means to solve same problem over and over again mm -hmm. especially when it seems like nothing is working okay like we said like you said as have been on strike since the late 90s in fact that's when their first official strike dates back to yeah. yeah and this is 2022 okay and they are still on strike now if you were to be um in any position to offer professional advice to asu as to how you think they can get their needs um, listened to by the federal government, what advice would you give to ASU? Instead of, because it is, I think it's pretty obvious that this strike is not really bringing the solutions both the I students mean. and ASU themselves need. The strike is not doing anything. Because in the end, all, all that happens is they come to agreements which sooner or later are not kept to, and then boom, another yeah, strike. Right. So it's like a repeated circle. So. Yeah. I want to ask, what do you think, uh, what advice can you give ASU if you're in any position to, on ways they can go about to get the federal government to just pay That's more attention needs. to their needs? I'm not even saying to solve it, but just because obvious federal government is not paying that. Yeah. that it's just they keep pushing them away, like we said, there's that next year. So what advice do you think? Uh, um, okay, just go first. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I'll just... Say something, then you continue. Okay. Okay. Um, I believe that if Asu actually has another way mm -hmm. to pour out their anger, mm. they would have. Mm. But I don't think there's Any other another legitimate way to do this. Like at least strike now. Parents will shout. Students will shout. And government might listen. Okay. But I don't think there's another way. Okay, happy care about Yeah, that's actually the first point I would have mentioned. Mm -hmm. So, actually, I have I thought about two solutions while you were speaking. Right, mm -hmm. the first solution a lot of Nigerian students will probably have my head for it. But <laughs> let's just be very logical, mm -hmm. right? Let's take away sentiment and emotions. Like she said, I do not know of any other way that Asu can um, enforce. Emphasis you know, on legitimate way. Exactly. <laughs> emphasis on legitimate way, you know. I mean, ways within the constitution, mm -hmm. right? So, apparently, it's just to go on strike. So, there's something about consistency, right? There's something about consistency. It's just like your point water on a rock, because mm -hmm. that's what has been happening. Point water on a rock. 
there will be a time where maybe there will be a storm or something will happen and then the rock will break. Eventually, you'll get what you're looking for. Mm. So I think it's consistency plus right timing, right? Okay. So now we know that the elections are coming, mm-hmm. right? This is the time they should have the strike. As far as I'm concerned, they should, like, I'm sorry, I want them to call off the strike. But also, they should not call off the strike. Because if we really do not put our foot down, mm. we will not really make headway. So they should not also accept the story of we sign contracts. Because apparently, contracts are non-viable in this our society, right? So don't just sign contracts. Let the contracts be implemented. Collect your money. Put it in. In fact, if you can collect for 10 years in advance, collect it. Let's have peace, you know? But then, on the other hand, I would actually advise that the university sector is decentralized. What do I mean? If you look at state universities, a vast majority of them are not on strike. Why? Because fundings come directly from the state State. government, right? So if we can create a structure where universities are under the state government, so that allocation for the universities come directly to the state government. Now, you know that it's impossible for the states not to receive allocation. Of course, they'll get allocation. So if we do it this way, we are sure that um, the the needs of both students and lecturers are ultimately protected. Because now, even the people who wrote examinations to go into school, everybody is switching to state universities. Exactly. Mm. And before you know it, the federal universities will become a shadow of themselves. Yeah. Because you don't want to go. <laughs> everybody <laughs> everybody wants, wants, to. wants to go. So, okay. yeah. Very, very good point. You still have something to say. Well, she said we should create a structure mm-hmm. where we can collect money from the state government. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason why it's called a federal university and there's a state university. Uh, if possible, self local university <laughs> making money from the local government. Uh, okay. So we're just back to the federal government, like back to them. Uh, yeah, we are. We are always. In fact, everything in this Both country down. comes to federal government and that. But I think I get her angle because. In this sense, states are never neglected. Never. You cannot le- neglect a state in national, but states are not neglected. So if the universities were all under the state, I believe a vast majority of them will receive these their needs from the state since the state cannot be... But since they are standing on their own under the federal government, the federal government yeah. finds it very easy to neglect them, which is sad to say, but yeah. it, that's what has been happening. So um, I also like to get your thoughts on this. How do you personally, in your opinion, how do you feel when, for example, myself, I have uh, people that got into school the same time with me, and surprisingly, <laughs> <laughs> they are on far greater levels, so to speak. They are a year or two ahead of me. Not because I don't, not because I don't attend classes, not because I'm slow, not because of anything, but simply because I'm affected by this. I would say pandemic. It's a it's nationwide really a pandemic. nationwide pandemic. I'm affected by this. So personally, I want to get your opinions on this. How do you feel when uh, you are seeing your mates, right? You got into school around the same time frame, probably maybe the same cause or even different cause, but they don't encounter these problems. You're talking about us, 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 and they're just like, mm, oh, sorry, <laughs> I, I'm by the pity on now, this kind of thing. How do you feel when you encounter these, your friends or your mates or people you know that should be, you guys should be on the same wavelength, but they are fired of you because their investors are not encountering these problems your university is feeling? How do you feel? 
I want you to be you. Just express yourself. How do you feel? How does that make you feel? Any of you? Everyone go first while I'm brewing the <laughs> anger. <laughs> the whole Okay, bro. Let's hear you. How do you feel? How does that how Initially, do yeah. it was fun mm. saying that you are, you enter school before, okay, after some certain people and mm. then you get to meet them in that same level. Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> and then you get to be like, oh, we're in the same level now. So, <laughs> it's now annoying yes. when the younger generation now are coming <laughs> to <laughs> I'm angry. Yeah. Like, I'm mad. Furious. <laughs> I don't know another synonym to use. Okay. It is. You know what? Let her go. <laughs> I will come back. <laughs> I think, I, I really do think this is like the biggest, the biggest pain of it all. I mean, yeah. we have, we have, we have planned out our life. Okay, I'll go to school. Uh, I'll get a four years degree. I'll be in school for four years. I'll get my certificate. Okay, I'll use I it to do this. I do this. We have all everybody. I think everybody that goes to school, especially if they get what they want, has that plan. Mm. But then, for no reason, you are stuck somewhere, and there is almost nothing you yourself can do about it. That is infuriating because it's not your fault. It's neither of our faults that we can't learn currently mm. because as is on strike. So. It's so frustrating. I'm in my own frustration because it annoys me so much because I have a mapped out plan for myself. I have what I want to use my you know time to do and all that. So having it cut short or put on an inf- indefinite halt because of the actions and needs of others, so to speak, it just bores me so much. In fact, it's one of the reasons why the strike whole scenario is a really ugly thing because it just keeps you you're there we have been at home for what now four months plus and we are hearing that okay they they are saying the strike might be shifted to sometime in august dude that's almost six months or seven months plus of just being at home doing nothing not your fault nothing so uh i want to i want to know um brown this is bringing up our frustrations <laughs> so ibk can you just <sighs> let us know how that makes you feel. Um, I brought synonyms, by the way. Livid. <laughs> <laughs> or livid. Um, personally, right, I have this perfectionism tendency. Okay. Forgive my English. <laughs> so, I like to see things through. Okay? Mm. And if it seems at any point, like, it's not working, mm. I'm screaming, why is it not working? <laughs> you know? So, I got into school. <laughs> ah, God. <laughs> It's 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 funny how we're laughing now, but mm-hmm. like there's so much pain, pain, yeah. pain. <laughs> no, really, there's so much pain be- list behind these words because I'm like, and there's there's really no how you'd really express yourself. Mm-hmm. There are people who I even did matriculation before them. I was a matriculation girl first, and now they're ahead of you. Ahead is an understatement. <laughs> Ahead is an understatement. People are moving fast. You know, there are schools, not to mention names, but mm. they follow the three-month semester plan. Mm. So, like... And before you know it, they are done. The written exams are done. Mm. Like, wait, wait. All I've been hearing is, I'll just hear this level done and dusted. I yeah. say... <laughs> I say, how are you done and dusted? We are all here together. I am just at home accumulating dust in your head. Like, <laughs> like literally. It's, it's, it's. And I'm just here. I'm just like, no, no. And 
I think it's particularly frustrating because we live in a society where a lot of things are tied to your degree. Yes. Whether or not we accept it, a lot of things are tied, opportunities are tied to your degree. So, and it's not even fun because people will see you outside. This one annoys me. <laughs> are you not listening to the news? Do, do you not know that ASU is on strike? You know that I attend the federal university, then you see me. How is school now? How is school supposed to be? <laughs> I'm on strike. So, it's it's... We're laughing, but I'm actually very We pained. all are. It's the only way to I'm manage this I'm so <laughs> pained because, ugh, I was telling my friend the other day that, you know how you've planned your life, you told yourself, oh, you finish school at this level, you mm. get married, have children. Just be pushing everything forward. Exactly. <laughs> Push everything forward. At this point, I've calculated like plus three years in my head, give or take, because at this rate, man, no I lies. don't know. No like, lies. initially, when I'm like, I'm a medical student, mm-hmm. and when I just get all this, oh, that's nice but right now i'm a medical son i feel like like how many more years for you you're exactly like that i think suffering. we can both be late because of our questions and then you still finish and have to go to law school huh? then, like, uh, you have to understand the difference between years and level <laughs> you can be in level two three, three years mama. level two four years <laughs> uh, it's, oh, it's, it's so frustrating no cap and then here's the biggest part of it this is like i would say is the part that drives me nuts the most okay so i want you guys i want i want what what do you think do you feel in any way that if someone asks you okay do you think aso represents your interest as a student okay for example now (laughs) for example now we go to classroom some classes some maybe the chairs are not good or the appliances are not working very well, right? Uh, there are things that need to be put in place and fixed, okay? <laughs> so, already there's a body for that and all of that. But these things are not happening. So, again, I threw the question personally. In any way, do you think ASU represents your interest? Those things that pinch you in school that you wish, oh, this thing should be like this and fixed like this. Those things that would help speed up your academic process and make it more enjoyable. Do you think ASU in any way represents any of these interests at all? I, I think we should like answer in unison. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and how does that make you feel? If the answer is no. Uh, before before you give mm. your reason, sorry. You know, um, I want us to look at it from this perspective, mm-hmm. right? You know, I said that this ASU strike. Me, I've been using it to count small, small change like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Generally, in business, right, there's the income and there's the expenditure. Yeah. We're paying school fee, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know that under the law, school is actually, federal university is supposed to be tuition free. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting this out there. Really? <laughs> I'm just putting this out there. <laughs> I do not do have I'm so serious. I'm a lawyer, I believe. In the, <laughs> really? You know, the day, the day we actually figured out, we just, someone just randomly came across in the constitution. And I just, I'm like, say what now? <laughs> like, Excuse me, prof. We're <laughs> supposed to pay tuition. And he goes, well... It's not really tuition. Mm. It's extracurricular expenses. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But my point is, it should really be garbage in, garbage out. Yeah, what do yeah. I mean? We're paying fees. Mm-hmm. We're paying a lot of fees, right? So if we're paying fees, there should be a balance. I don't know if you understand. Mm. Your income should be proportionally direct. Be what's that? Directly economics? proportional. Uh, hey, thank you, Jare. <laughs> directly proportional. To your expenditure or a little above your expenditure, so you don't run on deficit, okay, right? Yeah. So my own question, no, they ask you. I'm not even going to say whether or not you're representing me. <laughs> my question 
is the fees that we're paying? Nothing, no. What exactly? <laughs> Is it going? Yes. Acceptance fee. Very valid question. Even the states of our universities are not, they are not in the Nothing best Nothing to write home about. Exactly. No so, infrastructure. No conducive learning environment. Hmm. Nothing. Where is Nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, because if they are fighting for electoral payments, yeah. what type is it the school fits? No, Tell us. It's a very, it's a very valid question. question. And huh. I, would, I, I, would, I would love to speak to huh. a professor to give, give, me an, give me insight on this because if you so much need payment from the government that you can't teach without government being paid so you have to go on a strike all the money that students are pushing the revenue where is it going we really should ask these questions student government representatives should ask these questions who are they remitting money to how is it being spent because it's our money, we need accountability. Like, exactly. <laughs> but then think know. about it. You were paying tax. What, what did you see? <laughs> that, that's a bigger problem. I'm just saying, this is person. That, that, those are bigger issues. No, but really. This one it's, affects... it's like, it's um, what's the English now? You know, as the oil flows from the head to the beard. So what happens up there will reproduce yeah, itself yes, yes. in the grassroots. They are looking up to something. Yeah. Thank you. Thank so you. So if they are not doing, what will I do? If there's no <laughs> prototype. <laughs> No, really. I think that's that's the craziest part about it. The fact that a union which we all in we all agree that they don't perfectly in fact they don't really What's the of us? So sorry. <laughs> okay, as is academic staff union of universities. So all staff. The, yeah. is the universities representing our students? No, exactly. They don't represent us at all. So it is really painful when a body is even staffed. <laughs> <student. laughs> yeah. Staff, the the non-academic, academic, and none of that. So it's them. They don't care. That's you see how bad the situation oh is. God. They are out for. They are primarily out for themselves. They are not too bothered about us students. In fact, too bothered. They are not bothered. Exactly. They are using us as leverage. That's the Ex- truth. Like a bit. Bam. Literally. If you don't pay us. In Uniport. I beg you. Let's go there. Like they are practically saying, they are practically saying, okay, you don't pay us, you are not going to teach the children. It's not like we actually even care that much about the children. And the ASU does not care about the children. The federal government, they don't really send the children. The children are are in elephants fights. (laughs) We are the grass. But like I said, they are just leverage, just something they toss in there as. Some bit, it is really frustrating when you think about it. They don't represent our interests, they are primarily for out for themselves, even if they no claim to. They're primarily out for themselves because I had to, like, I was on Twitter the other day, I was on a space, a really long space, where professors, students, um, a lot of, I think there were about 800 in space, where we called, and there was this open discussion where professors and, uh, uh, I think there was a lawyer, is a lawyer that hosted the space. Just professionals and professors of university gave their thoughts on ASU strike and what. So the professors were like, um, if they don't get funding for the government and all of that, it will affect the way lecturers teach. But I'm out, I'm saying this, I'm pretty sure even if the lecturers were well paid, they wouldn't care that much about students. So it's not like they want to be well paid and all of that so that they can't. So it's they can just, bam. It's not it's exactly. It's nothing like we know how nonchalant some of these lecturers are. Yeah. Even the ones that we know that actually earning, they are still done. So I'm not buying the idea that okay they need to get this funding so it will be like some sort of motivation. Nah, I'm not buying. These guys are out for themselves. They want, they want, they want to live the best life they can live. 
okay yeah. they want to get paid for their efforts even if their effort doesn't yield results they are not bothered they, they, they are giving the effort so they want to get paid for that so really for me it's like when i had the whole rundown everything i was like man we are really in that situation federal government themselves and non-talent about the whole educational sector safe, including us, <laughs> which us falls under. Then ask themselves who could have been bearing our interests and getting this interest to the federal government don't even care about us that much. And we can see like there's negligence from federal governments, there's negligence from us. Who do we turn to for help? So like it just feels like we have just ourselves. Seriously. Yeah. It's like it's the just lecturers don't even want this track to end. Because they asked for their pocket. They want they want federal government to release this money. They had an agreement in 2020 that federal government would pay them 40 billion in end allowance. For what? My sister, end. They say they end it. Who you gonna tell them that they, <laughs> they say they end they end the allowance. So I, I have no knowledge about how the how where they end it from what, but that is what that is what the agreement states. 40 billion 2020. They had this agreement signed. By the federal government 2020 until date of course of course federal government hasn't given them a dime out of it according to them which is one of the major reasons we are on strike so look it's it's really really a messy situation like as we've all come to see and i can't think of personally myself i don't know <laughs> i can't think of more solutions it's just more problems that uh, are just popping up out of it so Final remarks. Um, was really, really lovely conversation with you guys, and mm. we've aired our frustration, and we've come to <laughs> a very sad but true conclusion that we actually just have ourselves because Asu, not to bother about us. Federal government not bothered at all. That's it. So we are the one bearing the brunt of that. We in federal universities that are under Asu. So final remarks. What would you say? What would you? We, we have. Let's say, let's say they extend it. We are going to be at home for another 12 weeks. What ideas would you use this time to do for yourself? Since we, all we have is ourselves. We have to be looking out for ourselves now because these people at the top don't give too much about us. So what would you use the time left to do? Well, mm. like I said, mm. in a way, I'm also happy that we won't strike. Because <laughs> initially when I told my mom that I want to learn hairdressing, she was mm. like, you're a medical student. <laughs> like, what, where's the time? It's exactly. Yeah, no, but no. now... You have she, the time. Yes. So, okay. personally, I'm learning hairdressing. Okay. And I really love it. So, you have yes. a skill you enjoy. Yes. And okay. I don't want this track to end now. Let me come in for <laughs> skill hair services. Yes. Let me be skill. Okay. Serious. Yes. All right. So, you have something to very yes. worthwhile. Yes. Another okay. outfit. Our barista offer. <laughs> what's what's the plan? This thing she said, do you remember something they teach you in, in law where as a lawyer there are certain jobs you're not supposed to do. Mm. You can't own a shop, you can't be a tailor, you can't you only have to do like Seriously? I'm serious. Wow. If they report you to the LPC you lose your license. Well, that's why <laughs> <laughs> that's why do it. Um we'll continue to what we'll be doing now. We'll keep writing, mm-hmm. talking, making small small change, <laughs> eating, staying happy. All right. Yeah. Very important. I, that last part. Yeah, so staying happy. happy like because this situation in love is enough to rob you of your happiness. But we have to stay happy. We have to be positive. We have to look for ways we can help ourselves. Yeah. Spend the time they, are, they have forced on our hands <laughs> wisely. And, you know, just be good. So it was really nice talk and nice rundown. We've had lots of 
positive points and also we've come to realize more negatives. In fact, I didn't know, hearing that I'm not supposed to pay for my t- <laughs> <laughs> Oh dude, it's, it's, it's not. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of points there. So, it was really good to have you guys on the show, yeah, Dr. Brown you. and uh, Barista Ibiki. Thank you. Hopefully we can do this some other time again. And that's it, guys. We've had a really... I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And I didn't enjoy it. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoyed the conversation. But the things I've come to learn is just dawning on me that we really need to help ourselves. So that will be all for now. Thank you for listening. And until next time. <laughs>